conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. And yes, it's time for a frank talk. And Nicolette Mashile joins us now. She's a social entrepreneur, consumer, financial education educator as well. So as she knows all things about money. And tonight we're talking about how to foolproof yourself financially during this lockdown and after. And remember, you can call us if you have any questions, any concerns around your money issues during this lockdown. 891 You can also send through those voice notes with your questions on 061-410-4107. Nicoletta, very good evening to you. So how are you doing? Very, very well. How was your Good Friday? Oh, it's been a working Good Friday. It's a Good Friday with a difference, but we're still here. We still believe. Mm. And I guess it's one of those situations where you can only do the best that you can, mm. you know, with the circumstances. So I guess it's been a good one. So, yeah, we're grateful to still be alive. Yeah. Nicolette, this is a very tricky subject, more especially during this time, because, um, you know, the lockdown happened late last month and uh, some people actually have to survive with their salary for April. And we don't know what's going to happen from that. So what kind of advice can you give us um, during this time when money is low and there's an, an uncertainty as well? How can we we keep that money going for 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 longer? Look, I think this nonsense is going to be an interesting time, really, really, that we're anticipating because, you know, in, 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 in all honesty, we, most of us did get our salaries last month, mm. right? So 25th of, 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 I mean, between the 20th and probably the 30th of March, most of us did get our incomes. But now it's really the crucial time when people are asking themselves, because they've been in the lockdown, whether or not they're going to be able to derive one an income Two, whether they're going to get their full salaries. And three, if they're going to be able to make those any type of credit um, commitments that they're finding themselves in. So I think it's going to be quite interesting times in the country because from every aspect of life, everybody's feeling some sort of financial pressure. You know, and, and, and the funny thing is that every single area that you look at has some sort of trickling effect. And I'll give you an example. For instance, I'm a freelancer, right? Mm -hmm. And if I'm a freelancer and I'm on lockdown, I'm in a no job, no pay situation. Mm -hmm. But I've got a helper that I've had to, you know, keep at home for her safety, her sanity, and also to make sure that her children are well taken care of. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I'm not deriving an income. How do I make sure that I pay her? You know, and I think it's the same thing. For instance, people that have rental properties. The question is, if you still have a bond on that rental property, do you go back to your tenants and say, guys, I'm giving you a payment holiday mm-hmm. on your rental property? So, so I think a lot of us are finding ourselves in a very pressurized situation when it comes to finances. Mm-hmm. And it's a question of, do I push? Do I pull? Do I take the payment holidays? Do I take the debt relief that are available to mm-hmm. me? How do I make additional money? And in some instances, especially for SMMEs, how do I make sure that my business can be digital savvy right now and still continue to trade? So, um, I mean, there's various ways in which you can foolproof yourself, especially Mm -hmm. within this uh, period that we find ourselves in. Because remember that at a micro level, at a Mm -hmm. household level, Mm -hmm. you're having to deal with issues of, you know, your, your own pockets. Yeah. How? Yeah. What is your income? How are you getting your income? Is your income still coming in the same way that it was coming in? And if already there are issues there, 
if you look at the macro level, globally there is already a recession. Um, economies across the world have slowed down. So, so it, it, it's hard on every, you know, at every angle. Mm. I would say, I mean, one of the biggest things is that, you know, you've you got to look at what were the lessons, the key lessons from the last economic crisis that we had in 2008. Mm. You know, um, uh, the economy slowed down, which then meant that every single market and every single economy had to try and stimulate its economy. So what we can probably look forward to is another cut in interest rates, but at the same time, for people to get back into that um, um, space of, of, of being economically active, it means that people are going to be taking up loans. So probably one of the best things right now is mm. to try and cut down mm. on your short-term loans, on your unsecured loans, on your unsecured debt. Mm. Make sure that you're keeping that as low as possible. And if you are going to take a payment holiday that is being, you know, um, offered by any of the financial institutions, make sure that you are making an informed decision. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's very disheartening to find people that are jumping to take the payment holidays, the dead relief, that yeah. are being made available by um, uh, credit um, 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 lenders, but don't fully understand what the terms and conditions are of those uh, payment holidays. Mm. So, yes, we want you to find yourself in a situation where cash flow, when needed, is available. But at the same time, if you are still able to pay, rather make the payment. And if it's not the full payment, make the partial payment. But at least we know that you've made Mm. some sort of commitment. Mm. And then I think one thing that is probably going to go against South African culture is having a conversation with your credit um, uh, your creditors. Yes. Most of us like to run away. We know we don't avoiding want to calls and stuff that yeah. <laughs> so I think that's the other thing that you might need to be start doing is that speak to your creditors. You know, have a conversation with them because they're most likely um, probably going to be far more lenient if they know what is happening. A lot of us try to run away from them. We try to dodge them. And I think it's important also to remember that it costs creditors so much money when it's time for debt collection. Debt collection is something that a lot of the creditors don't want to get into Mm. because it is a lot of money. It's a lot of administrative work. So they don't want to get to that position. Mm. So it's very important to have that conversation with them. And then I think the other thing is insurance. You know, um, insurance is such a a tricky part because everybody feels like it's a grudge payment, right? Mm -hmm. You feel like if if you you are financially distressed, one of the few things to let go of is insurance. But remember that insurance is an umbrella. And when it starts raining, you'd rather have that umbrella than not have it. Mm. So, So one of the things that I think a lot of people need to be doing is making sure that their insurance policies are in order, they are up to date, and also they cover their people are not underinsured. But probably another thing to look at when it comes to insurance is a little insurance called credit insurance. And funny enough, if you look at the history of South Africa, it's one of the most uptaken policies in the country, but the least known. And, mm. and, and that, that, that should make you now like sit up because most of us, according to the National Credit Regulator, do have credit insurance on our credit lines, but a lot of people don't know it. And it could really come in handy if we're going to be seeing any, you know, job cuts, if we're going to be seeing any retrenchments, because you don't want to find yourself in arrears when it comes to your debts, especially things like cars, you know, getting repossessed, um, you know, any type of other loans that you might have. So credit insurance is one thing that you need to make sure that you've got. 
So it really would be a great thing to make sure that in the next couple of days, mm. your evening reading is mm. your credit policy. Mm. Uh, just, just one more question that I want to ask you. Yeah. Okay, we are in this pandemic now and we don't know what the future holds. Yeah. Um, maybe a lot of us might not have been careful with our finances and we find ourselves in this position now. What can we, what lessons can we learn about this in managing money, in um, making sure that we save um, for, for situations like this? Yeah. Mm. Look, I, I think one of the biggest things is, is, is really having those emergency savings. Yeah. I think, you know, we speak about emergency savings and generally it's that question, it's that conversation or that anecdote about, um, you never see the strength of a tea bag until you put it in hot water. Yeah. You know, um, most of us always find opportunities in ourselves in crises. And a lot of us are finding ourselves in this huge crisis that does have economic interference into our personal lives. And had you had those uh, those financial reserves, this would be like a water, uh, water of a dark bag. Mm. But the reality is that in most cases, South Africans will give you the reason that they can't save. You know, they can't save. They can't save for emergencies. But the reality is right now that mighty emergency savings might be able to help you out in situations where you might not have those financial reserves. Mm. So I think the one biggest lesson is that But overall, if you look at personal finance management principles in general, living below your means or living at least within your means, Mm -hmm. making sure that there's a budget in place, making sure that you pay yourself first before you pay any of your creditors, those are the basics that need to be in place. And unfortunately, they don't work in isolation. They have to work together. Mm -hmm. And you've got to get to a point where you get financially disciplined you know, financial literacy, and, and, I, and I, I always have this conversation with a lot of people, is that unless financial education is put into action, mm. it doesn't matter how much you know. You can know what a budget is necessary. Yeah. You can know that emergency funds are important. Mm. But until you actually make it applied knowledge, it does not matter. And it always comes up at times like these, yeah. where we've got an economic crisis, and all of a sudden people who are, well-educated people that are in the know all of a sudden don't have a contingency plan. Just so, a f- mm. yeah, just a final one. Um, our, our listener Lindo Pagati from Edujo has actually sent in a, a, a WhatsApp message, and he says, "What are the least necessities that I can spend my earnings on during this trying time of the national lockdown as a working student?" What advice any, would you give? Any destructive expenses. There's four types of expenses. Mm. Um, and one of those is a destructive expense that does not change, you know, your net worth, does not, does not contribute to any growth when it comes to your finances, when it comes to your value. Mm. Anything, anything that you are finding that is, is that, you know, when we were growing up, commonly this thing, especially if you grew up in a black family, mm. there's this thing between needs and wants. And we yes. always say black families don't teach you needs and wants mm. because something, mm. right? Mm. Now, the thing that we, 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 we come to, to note is that there's needs, wants, and then aspirations. Yeah. Um, and I think the biggest thing that right now we need to make sure is being able to differentiate between what are your needs, your wants, and your aspirations. Right now, it's not the time for your wants. Mm. Right now, it's truly not the time for your aspirations. Right now is to make sure that your needs are taken care of, 
you are able to live and sustain some level of quality of life Mm -hmm. and then put money away for whatever the uncertainty holds because none of us know what is coming up in the next couple of months. Absolutely. Uh, Nicolette, such great insight. Thank you so much. Um, That was uh, Nicolette Mashiles. She's a social entrepreneur educating us uh, about, you know, how to survive financially during this lockdown. Have a very great evening further, dear. Thank you so much and to you and your listeners.